Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to this new episode of Tutorial Talks. Today, we have a special guest for you. We have a special guest even for us, because for us, it's always a pleasure to have him with us. The last time I had a discussion, a film discussion with him was already 10 years ago. I can't believe it. It was during this film that you may or may not have seen on our YouTube channel. And if you didn't see it, I really invite you to look at it. It's called The Beauty of the Gesture. So um, it's a film on artisanship that we organize with one of the most acclaimed uh, and famous bespoke shoemakers in the world. Uh, a man who really brought something different in the shoe plate, uh, something totally different in terms of style. And he was also, in my opinion, one of the, the pioneers or the driving force behind the sartorial revolution that took place in the early 2000s. And of course, uh, this is my friend, Pierre Cortet, that I'm so happy that to have you uh, once again, my friend. Thank you. So do I. How have you been since these last 10 years? Oh, very good. Very good, actually. Well, yeah, very good. Yeah. A lot of projects. Yes. A lot of things. As usual. Thing. Yeah. As, as usual. usual. A lot of um, work. So, for those who don't, who may not know you, I'm sure that all the shoe lovers uh, will be so happy to have you uh, again with us. Uh, but uh, for those who may not know you exactly, we're going to go through quickly uh, mm -hmm. the highlights of your mm -hmm. career. And I must say that the, the destiny and the career of this man is not your usual career. It's, it's made of encounters, of accidents, <laughs> a lot. And so tell us, so if I remember well, when you were very young, uh, you started to uh, become an apprentice because you wanted to do this job. Was yeah. it a decision for you or was well, it because you... Yeah, that was really uh, uh, um, an incredible meet with the, with the material, the leather. Yes. Actually, I, I started to craft leather when I was a young boy. Yes. When I was around nine, ten young years old. Yes. Uh, one of my aunts, she was a sculptor and, and uh, she was working plaster, leather, wood, a lot of material, ceramic. Okay. And so I started to work like, um, um, like a, you know, a game boy, like yeah. some, some children make some scales, plain scales. And yes. I was making some leather. Okay. Just small, very small items like belts or bracelets, just to have fun. You were 10 years old. Yeah, 10 years old. And you were selling them? Not, not at this moment. <laughs> I'm but just joking. No, yeah. no, no, but it's not a joke because when I was, uh, when, so it started very young and yeah. it became like a, an obsession and passion. And when I was, uh, at the high school, about 14, 15 years old, yeah. I had my workshop in my room and I was making some, uh, yeah, small things. Small leather goods. Small leather goods. Very simple, you know. Yes. And I was, uh, taking back at the school during the week and, and I was selling, selling at the, yeah, selling at the, <laughs> I can't school. believe it. Just you like were 13, four, 14. Yeah. So you, you, well, we say 14. in France, you, 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 you are tombé dans la marmite. I don't know how can, yeah, you can yeah, translate yeah, that. Yeah. You, you fell into the, the cook, cooking pot uh -huh, uh -huh, when uh -huh. you were young. Yeah. Okay. So it's, it's the beginning. And then, so you decided just after to do uh, your, yeah, well, um, yeah, your apprenticeship. Uh, at 16, uh, I was looking for a school, a technical school. But, yes. You know, in France, the technical school are not so, Sexy. I mean, it's not very, it's not very attractive. Attractive. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I decided to go to, um, uh, in France, we have a guild, which is named the Compagnon du Devoir. Yes. It's a very old guild from the middle age. Yeah. And so the, 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 the process is very simple. You, you travel around the country. Yes. During five or six years, seven years. Mm -hmm. And you change every year, you change of city and, yeah. and you go. To, from master to master, master to master, yeah. and and so it's it's very 
very unique. Yeah. And so you work all the day and then in the evening you have two or three hours course in the workshop. Oh, wow. So it's, yeah. It's so very, to, to, to explain, I'm sorry to interrupt you, Pierre, on that. To explain to the people who may not know what it is, Pierre is talking about the guild called Les Compagnons du Devoir. Mm. And, uh, this is very unique. Actually, we, Kind of proud to have this in France, yeah, in France, of course, because it's very unique. I think there's only one country where so it's in Germany, Germany, an yeah. orthopedic or something like that. And well, yeah, yeah. In Germany, they have uh, this guild too, and yeah. they are very traditional yes. in terms of, of suits, costume they wear, mm -hmm. and most of them are carpenters. Carpenters, yeah. yeah. Um, But in France, you can be a ceramist, yeah, oh, you can yeah. be a carpenter, you can be a, a stone, stone uh, mason. Yeah, yeah. You, you say stone mason, darling? Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, you know, Sonia is always here. She's <laughs> coaching us with our words because remember, we both only French. Actually, you both French and Swiss. Swiss. You, yeah, he's, he has a dual nationality. But uh, yeah, so this guild is for us, uh, it's a pride for France because it's, yeah. uh, it's a valorization of the, the, the craftsmanship. Mm -hmm. And so, If you want to embrace one of these um, um, uh, jobs who are difficult jobs, mm -hmm. like stonemason, carpenters, cabinet makers, mm -hmm. ceramists, and shoemakers, shoemakers, you have to do this Tour de France. So it had nothing to do with biking. No, no, <laughs> But no. we call it the Tour de France, right? Yeah, this is what we, we call it. And then you go from master to master, and then you... Uh, so the either simple, the older, the elder... Teach the younger, the younger yeah. and then mm. after you have uh, uh, the, mm. the the duty to teach to the to even the, younger. Yeah, so it's a kind of a brotherhood. Mm, absolutely. Yeah. By the way, you call each other brothers, huh? Yeah, brother. Yeah, mm. this is very cool. Huh? Mm. And uh, so, so you studied this year. You were 16, 16, 17? 16 and a half. So okay. Almost 17. And then after that, uh, how long did it take for you to, uh, to finish it, your Tour de France? Almost six years. Yeah. Because uh, I have the opportunity to go in very, very fantastic master. So, uh, you know, I won time. Mm -hmm. And so I finished. I was 22. And at this moment, I came in Paris and, and started so like a dream at John Lobb Paris. Oh, wow, of course. Or, it's uh, an institution. institution. Back in it's still an institution. Yeah, it's back still, in yeah. this year, it was in massive. At this moment, yeah. it was incredible. Yeah. For a year and a half. Yes. Then after. So they took you as an apprentice when you. No, I was not apprentice. I was. Ah, you were. Um, I was the beginning of how to walk. Okay. You know, it really the beginning of, yeah, of walking. Yeah, yeah. But it's, it was really, really important for me because I, I, I'm, I, I met some incredible craftsmen at this moment. Craftsmen yes. who are 65, 70. Ah, yeah, who were 70 already back in the years. So yeah. some of them may have learned their craft before World before War II. Pre-war. Oh, pre -war. Wow. Yeah. So, um, and then after one year and a half, I have the chance to be contacted by uh, Mr. Berluti. Yes. To, um, remove, replace the, the, The head the of manager, the workshop, yeah. Yeah, the manager of the workshop was mm -hmm. going in retreat. And yeah. so I spent one year with this man. Yes. What was I, his name? Uh, Jean Bourlès. Jean Bourlès, uh, Jean exactly. Bourlès. So it's a kind of, I like to say the names because in yeah, this it's industry, it's important. Uh, you mm -hmm. can be quite quickly forgotten. Even yeah. if you were at the head of Berluti, which was one of the two um, bespoke powerhouses mm -hmm. in Paris, John Love and, and Berluti, more or less, right? Yeah. John Love was more for the conservative, established mm -hmm. clientele. Berluti was a little bit more... Ah, it's more uh, funky. More funky. More, more funky. Uh, yeah. uh, mm. It was more intellectual people. Uh, it yeah. has, for me, what is strange, I don't know if you uh, who are listening and watching know Paris, for me, Berluti had almost the left bank 
uh, right. uh, atmosphere, even if it was even totally in the right, in the right bank. bank. Yeah, but but the, mm -hmm. am I right on that? It was a no, no, little course, club of gentlemen. The, the, the point of, between Berluti and John Labitz at Berluti, at this moment there was um, Olga Berluti, yes. who was a very important person. Of course. And, uh, and she had a very unusual attitude in the, in the business in the yes, retail, you she know. is unusual by definition. Yeah, and, and yeah? so th this kind of person transmits you a kind of uh, her attitude, you know. Yeah. So it's it's very it's at her contact. I really learn a lot of things about how to be with a customer, how to be in your mind with the product, and yes. how to uh, disobey. Yeah, how know? to not agree, uh, to not disagree, to and disagree to disobey and with a customer, yeah. and, you know. And this is very very because it's it's give you. It's give you freedom. Actually. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this is why uh, Olga will be probably remembered for that. And yeah, she, she, yeah. she was praised for that because mm. she was a very strong personality. Not that easy every day, I suppose, to work with. Not easy. Not okay, easy, but very strong personality. Yeah. But she was really well. Me, I always pay tribute to the work of Olga Bellotti for one thing: is that she really was a driving force mm -hmm. behind this idea that a shoe before her, except some really elite people who will really mm. know mm. Uh, what it was. It was um, more an utilitarian thing, yeah, you know. Yeah, and yeah. Olga, she she really helped to yeah. put inside this a little mm. bit of dream, a mm. little bit of glamour. Mm. She created this famous club Swan with Bernard Arnault, all the biggest CEO that were spitting on their shoes, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, and so know. She, she made this very uh, mm. interesting. Which year were you in Berlutti? You remember the year when you were at the head of the Berlutti? Yeah, I started in 1985. Yes. To 1990. 19. So five years. Yeah, five years. Okay. Then. And then what happened? You wanted to well, do your own stuff. We'll be back after a quick break. Hey, Drew Boa here, host of Husband Material, the weekly podcast where I help men outgrow pornography. Why? So you can change your brain, heal your heart, and save your relationship without fighting a frustrating, exhausting battle. Find Husband Material wherever you get your podcasts or go to husbandmaterial.com. I was not expected this, but yeah. um, one one day, uh, one of our very old supplier yeah. uh, called me and said, "Oh, Pierre, you know, uh, we have, you know, you know, Mr. Richaud. No, I don't know him. Oh, it's a very old shoemaker close to the opera, and he, he, he goes in retreat and he wants to sell his his workshop. So, if you are interested by, I can give you his number and and you know, I give a phone call to him and say, oh, yeah, okay, why not." Why not? I mean, let's meet us. So we're yeah. talking about an old shoemaker. Yeah, who was, at a very um, small, a very tiny workshop. Yes, in a small street, just well, hundred yards from Place Vendôme and, and yes. Opera. Yeah. So it's a good location. Yeah. Just beside, but very good location, yeah. and and it was very small. And when I arrived, I said, "Wow, my God, it's very sad," you know, because <laughs> that was all with gray, with neons, light, and. Yeah, uh, not really attractive. Uh, no, not really attractive, but yeah. I, I understood that it was this moment for me because I have my personality and I knew that with um, with Olga at a certain time... There I, would understand. Be a, I understand, I uh, understand. You mean you, were, you have you artistic know. ideas yeah, and uh, creation I, ideas. <clears throat> yeah, and I, you know, yeah. everybody has his own ego and with Olga, yeah. I, I, I really knew that at a certain moment it will be a little bit complicated. Okay, so you decided to... So I decided, to, okay, that's... To spread your wings. That's a moment. And that was the very beginning of the um, Kuwait War. Yeah. If in you 1991, remember. Yeah. 1990, 1990, and of so, course. 
I said, mm, my God, it's a, and I was a very, very bad uh, moment. Yes. It, it didn't, it was not, not so very long, but. No, okay. it didn't last, uh, it lasts a couple, a few months. A few months. Say, yeah. But, and, and so I started this moment and, and so. So the story, if I remember well, you told me about, well, I can tell you, ladies and gentlemen, <coughs> I know Pierre Cortez's history quite well because he has a huge chapter in our first book, The Parisian Gentleman. I dedicated a huge chapter to your life. And in our last book, Shoes, uh, that uh, you can still uh, order, by the way, by sending an email to hugo at parisiangentleman.fr. Sorry, a little bit of promotion. There's a huge also chapter on uh, Pierre and his uh, destiny and his life. And, um, and at this moment, specifically, if I remember well, you didn't have the money to buy the, no. the ratio. You were, you were, no, was, you were I, broke, I basically. Not broke, but I but, had my salary and I was and young it. and that's yeah. it. You yeah. know. So I'm the, sorry to say broke, but you didn't have the firepower to no, buy anything. No, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. The, the man who was selling the, the workshop says, oh, it costs a certain amount of money. Oh, I'm sorry, but I have no money. Yeah. Oh, you have no money? But how, how are you going to do? <laughs> um, cool. Look, um, I propose you a deal mm-hmm. and I propose him to buy on... Five years, uh, a credit. Yeah. 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 Just to give you a credit and yeah, uh, a credit on, yeah. on five years. So each month I gave him a certain amount of money. Yeah. <clears throat> and during five years, I pay, I pay. And started from zero, you know, yeah. and I pay, I pay. And after five years was my, my own. I think business. this kind of thing is, could not happen these days. Well, no? it's a very old fashioned way, you know, yeah. it's like, Probably. Did, did you sign a contract? Not really. Yeah, we yeah. got. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. We 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 went to uh, notarius yes. uh, office, notary, notary. notary office, yeah. and we signed the. We call this in French billet à ordre. Ah, okay. Yeah, it's something that engages you to pay. Or something yeah. So like I that. signed for. I signed a, a bunch <sighs> of. And you mean? Ah, yeah. These are checks. Basically. Yeah, it's like a check. It's like actually, a check, you know. but you put a certain date on it. Yeah. So you had exactly, a lot, uh, exactly, like exactly. That. Oh my God. So, so it means that you were working. Yeah. To make sure yeah. that these checks will be uh, paid. Absolutely. Absolutely. Wow. That's what no, we, yeah. I, I, I signed it. I yeah. gave it to him. Yeah. And each month he came, give me one of this billet order, yes. and I make him a check, a, a check note, and give, and we change. And at oh, the end, wow. I have. Re- <laughs> and back. it lasted for five years. Five years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But in between. Many things happened. Yeah, many you. things happened. Yeah, many so, things happened. And that's a very interesting story. So first of all, what I like in the story that Pierre is telling is that um, sometimes we have, um, okay, the people who are in the, in the shoe um, uh, arena, people who really love shoe, they know that the name Corte uh, is, is quite important for them. I really speak about the people who are really in this, mm-hmm. uh, in this passion, you know. And then when we discover, and so we look at that always like a luxury, luxury product, and we always have this impression that um, all these people like you are, you know, playing in this field, you know, have a kind of a glamour life and this kind of stuff, which is not too bad. When you hear Pierre that he started from scratch, he did the apprenticeship, and then this is a lot of work of, of blood, of sweat and mm. tears. You don't come like that oh, and no, you become no. a shoe designer. No. It's an extremely complicated work. Yeah, it's and it's, it's, it's a matter of time. I mean, yeah. you, you have to be very passionate. You have to be um, extremely um, exigent, yeah. very exigent. Yeah. No compromise, no... Oh, so of course you have some moment where you are very depressed, you know, because sometimes yeah. you have a month that you don't make a pair of one. Be- but that's life. I mean, you have yeah, to yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. 
Alors, there's something, I don't know if, if it shows here. No, we don't see on this one. There's something I will show you later. Is that one of the, um, um, uh, the logo of Pierre is a star. Mm, mm. It's very important for you because uh, all of Pierre's destiny has been made of encounters with extraordinary people. Mm -hmm. And this is why he believed that he has a little star above him. A good star, a good star, we call it in France. So. We, we like to say we have a star above his head mm. that wish him luck all the time. And so the first moment that really uh, it's a it's a milestone mm. in your life and in your career as a shoemaker was to encounter with this incredible journalist from the yeah, Herald Tribune. My 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 first um, actually, I think I was one of my first interview, yeah. which is a bit crazy. Because, in your life, yeah. Wow. So yeah. you start with uh, an enormous <laughs> name, yeah. And and one day um, I receive a phone call from one of my friends and say, "Oh, Pierre, um, I have a journalist. I'm, I don't want to make an interview, so." Uh, She's gonna come to your workshop. Okay. And, well, okay, okay. And one hour later, a lady come in my workshop. Yeah. Say, oh, hello, madame. And say, oh, hello, you're Pierre. Yeah, I'm Susie Menkes from wow. the Herald Tribune. Yeah. Wow. Enormous name in the world of fashion. Yeah. And I didn't really, name. yeah, I didn't really, real, really realize at this moment who, who she, she was, was yeah. because you know, I didn't read Herald Tribune, of and course. And you didn't know her name. And I didn't know her name. No. So, and, and she, she made the, the, the interview, take me a photos. And, and the week after yeah. we have the, on the fourth page of yeah. the Herald Tribune weekend. So yeah. it started to be on the back cover of the yeah. Herald Tribune weekend, which is an enormous, Enorm, enormous, enormous promotion. Yeah. And so from that, your name all of a sudden, Emerged from pretty much nowhere yeah, in Paris. And, and I started very soon after. I started to have some phone calls from American guys who came often in Paris, and we start to have yeah a dozen of customers like this yeah. very quickly, very yeah. quickly. Yes, and and three, two or three weeks after, I have a phone call for an English woman, and said to me, "Oh, Mr. Corte, I saw this interview in the Herald Tribune. Uh, my boss is is a." It's very important people, very special. Mm. You, you must meet him in London. He's on, can you come in London? Oh, of course I can come in London. Well, that, that was already a change of life. Yeah, so was, previously you were yeah. alone in your yeah. workshop and then in a few weeks everything expands. So I tell us this story because I love, I know I, the story, I, but it's a fantastic story. I, I took a, a train ticket. I mean, yeah. Eurostar. I, I arrived in London. She said to me, Oh, you, you go to the Dorchester in, in, uh, Hyde Park. Where? And you wait my, my phone call and, I explain you how to do it. So I arriving, put my luggage, my sample, everything. Mm -hmm. And she called me just 10 minutes after my arriving. Yeah. Um, and said, okay, you have a car, um, downstairs for you in five minutes. So that wow. so was very strange for me. This you is know. a thriller. Almost. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're in the movie. So yeah. arriving, the limo, limo arrived. So we start to go in London and then we're arriving in Regent's Park, move like this and, so the, 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 the door, I mean, door, like, you know, massive door, massive yeah. door open yeah. on a castle with a park and <laughs> wow, where we are, man. And it's uh, a fairy tale. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's like a fairy tale. Yeah. And, um, I, I, I came in, in into this castle yeah. and I saw a guy arriving in, in, uh, in, in soccer, shorts. soccer shorts with, you know, <laughs> t-shirts uh, with a number like this and, very friendly, and uh, that was the Brunei uh, Sultan. The Sultan of Brunei. Yeah. Wow. And um, it's, well, that was very quick. I take the measurement, show my sample, and he say, oh, okay, good. Okay, make me all other in black and brown. 
Oh okay, gosh. thank you for coming, London. Bye bye, Pierre. Very friendly, but you know, like this, very no, quick. It, it meant how many pairs? It meant a lot. Oh, of at, pairs. The, at the at the final, because of course I I have some sample, but I have perhaps I'm twenty one sample, not yes. so many. You yes. Know. So and after this, she, uh, the the girl who was uh, in contact with me, yeah. Stephanie, yeah. she sent me, ah, oh, Pierre, okay, he likes you shoot, but he, he wants some more. Can you design it? So I started to design some unique model for him. Oh, and wow. by fax, at the moment we have no email. Yeah. Fax, you know, <laughs> and we make 140 pairs for him. 140 mm. pairs. This is miraculous. Miraculous. But at the same time, it's, yeah, uh, miraculous. you know, that's the, you have to be ready for a miracle like that. So yeah, you've yeah, been fighting course, for course, it. Of course. And you had the training and everything, but it's a form of consecration. But at this moment, you have to keep a cold head and, and, and to recruit people. You couldn't do this by I yourself. I recruit one guy for help. Me okay. And, but even, even with one guy who was working uh, 10 hours a day. Of course. To do it because uh, we want to delivery, be paid, delivery, yes. paid. And, and that was very, mm. very fluid. I mean, no problem. Is it at this same time that Lanvin asked you to, to work Very close. In 1993, yeah. yes. I think, uh, Lanvin was rebuilt their own building in uh, Saint-Honoré, just yes. in front of Hermes. Mm -hmm. And the uh, CEO of Lanvin decided to make a, a bespoke flat. Okay. You know, at the last flat, last, yeah, last floor. floor. Yeah. And, and um, so there was, uh, for the suits. Bespoke suit, before shirts, shirts, I suppose, everything. Very famous, yeah. hats. Mm -hmm. Anyone to have the shoes. Okay. So he made a very nice uh, shopping shop. Yes. Uh, and we started to work. And uh, yeah, we... We made some a good, a good business. It was not easy because I have to walk to Lanvin to back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand. But it was okay. So, yeah. So it means that in a couple of maybe in, in the span of time of one year and a half, something like that, between Suzy Menkes, the Sultan of uh -huh. Brunei, and Lanvin, uh -huh, uh -huh. your life changed totally. Oh yeah, to, yeah. Of course, totally. Yeah. Because we remake the not the whole, but we started to remake the shop. Yeah. into a more sexy place for mm -hmm. welcoming the customer. Yeah. We have um buy some material because yes. in our job, in our business, oh, the, right. the leather is, the leather is very important. If yes. you if you find a stock of black, fantastic leather, you better buy all yes. to be sure that you can have it for the future. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't, you never know if you're going to... Mm. This is one of the major you know, problems of the shoemakers uh, today, yeah, course, because if you don't buy a certain quantity, yeah. you can't have the no, right leathers. No. Uh, because, because you don't uh, have any more retailer exactly. today yeah, for yeah. leather. Mm -hmm. you, you have only the tannery. Yeah. And in which, which are tannery. sometimes owned by luxury groups, so they keep the, the leather. Oh, yeah. It's another debate, yeah, actually. It's, it's, a, it's, it's another, another debate, so but it's complex. After this moment, yeah, we started to have a good, good trend in, in, in the bespoke. So okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a very interesting. And by the way, Today, mm -hmm. you still are at the same place yeah. as the old man Richaud mm -hmm. that you bought with all these of five course. years checks. Of course. <laughs> so we kept, you, you kept we the kept. same place. Of course, it's yeah. important. And we kept the same place. And of course, this place grown yeah. a little bit by little. Yeah, you're buying a little place here. In the and courtyard, uh, 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 the, 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 the <laughs> door, there was a, do a concierge, a yeah, door, yeah. door woman, I mean, yeah, yeah, with yeah. a small place. So we took it and now it's our workshop, you know. Yeah, so yeah, yeah we really been colonizing colonized the all the... the <laughs> It's kind of, yeah, this is a very charming place, your place, I must oh, yeah. admit, because it's not yeah. your usual luxury yeah, shop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the shop is <clears throat> tiny but beautiful. And then you see that the office is uh, in the courtyard. Yeah, and mm -hmm. then the, the, the atelier, the bespoke atelier is on the other courtyard. And mm -hmm. then you go under we have the a, basement. The basement, we have two 
three uh, in our workshop we, we have the place where we make dust yes. and the make we, the place where we stock the leather yeah. in a good yeah, condition. Place also where you have all the the last for yeah. your customers and all the last of the customer also yeah. is stocking. Okay, the last, ladies and gentlemen, if you're not into the shoe vocabulary, is the the wood, uh, the form in wood mm. uh, on which the the leather is going to be put mm. on. It is a replication of the. It's made according to the measurement of the of the customer, but also to the style he wants to. Uh, he wants to. I'm going to show you. This is, for example, this is the last. We're going to speak about this later. This is okay. Pierre called this a Parisian last. It's somewhere between a British and an Italian, so it's it's a little bit rounded. You see, that's a last. And then I show you another one so that you can see the difference. You see this one? Oh, it's the no, same. It's the actually, same <laughs> give me the, the job period. Yeah. And this one is a different shape. You can see the difference between between this one and this one. You see, this is what we call more on this a little bit later in our conversation. Mm. So, um, so we are now uh, at um, everything is happening for you. So, yeah. and then mm. your dream, like I mean, maybe not your dream, but your intention, like mm. a lot of bespoke shoemakers was to say, how can I make some of my product more accessible to the broad public? Yeah. And how can yeah. I go at last to the broad public and not stay only in the only bespoke, this, this very yeah. little market? Well, it was to, to go ready to wear. Uh, uh, you know, uh, as a lot of uh, artists or artisans, what you want to be, to, to be it's to be uh, the most recognized as possible. Yes, it's, of course. I mean, it's, um, it's an ambition. It's a, a pleasure. It's, it's very important. Yeah. Um, so, of course, it, it's go through the ready to wear for us, you know. So I decided to have some ready to wear quite early mm-hmm. in 90, 95, 96. I was al- already thinking to this. Yeah. And, uh, by chance, I started in 2001 with the first, really first collection of ready to wear made with a substance, sub contractor in mm-hmm. Italy. And, um, you were not very happy, huh? Well, it was not really, it, easy to work with him because um well okay it's, an, it's another story it's another story yeah. so so we have um, a year of of work with him and then we stop and then we try to find find another one in france mm-hmm. but it was not easy because the, his capacity of production was not good and mm-hmm. was complicated blah blah okay and uh at this moment another thing's arriving another another miracle miracle this arriving this was really Particularly spectacular, also oh, like uh, yeah, incredible, incredible, incredible. incredible. So yeah. tell us the story. It's about Mr. Robin, right? And so I had a customer at Lanvin yes. at this moment, uh, an American customer. Very difficult food, very very difficult food. <laughs> so we really fight for. When you say difficult food, what, ah, the morphology of his yeah, food? Yeah, b- both morphology and and brain <laughs> of the of the food. You know, so that was ah, oh. yeah. And finally, we 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 we. Make the shoes and we make three pairs for him was a, he was a businessman at this moment. And, and since was in 1993, 94. Mm-hmm. And in 2000, I have a phone call for, from, from this, this man, yeah. Robert Rubin. Yeah. And he said, up oh, here, I want to see you in Paris, have a lunch. I have a project I want to explain to you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Great. The week after he came in Paris and we have a, a, a lunch and he said, well, look, Pierre, I'm a car collectors, yeah. race car collectors and I have, um, Car that who won really? Yeah. So ah, you mean he was collecting the car, sports cars, but who, who won a who race? Won a race, yeah. I'm sorry, that's very, very, uh, very uh, unique. Yeah, it's very unique. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so he have a Bugatti, he have a oh, Jaguar wow. who win the Monte Carlo uh, Rally. He have a well. 
Okay, so he so, got a man with a decent firepower, we can say. We can say this. And so, uh, so I said, oh, yeah, Mr. Rubin, that's very interesting. You have a car, race car collection. And I didn't understand what he wanted to say to me. You know what? <laughs> Maybe and he wanted you to do the, 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 the seats. The in seats. Or, or, yeah. yeah, I was, I was expected what? And he said, and you know, and after this, I, I bought a, um, a, a race, a circuit, a yeah, race. A circuit. Yeah, a circuit, yeah. Race uh, circuit. Yeah, a racing circuit, we say a circuit. Well, a track, a race track. A track, track. Uh, yeah. yes, a track in Long Island, very old, from the 50s. And uh, I bought it for having fun in the weekend with my friends, you know. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> okay, but still, Very interesting. how do you come in the picture? We <laughs> yeah, still don't understand. I, 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 so, and he say, but, you know, the problem is they're a very noisy car. Yeah. Because they are old, they are, you know, and if we are three or four friends to race over the track, it's impossible for the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. So I had some very gentle uh, words by yeah. my neighborhood and say, yeah. oh, Mr. Rubin, it's okay, but you know, the weekend will I calm. We will come here to be cool. <laughs> okay, so I say, mm, what I'm going to do with this? Because it's huge place. Yeah, enormous. It's, yeah. it's 240 hectares. I don't know in America. 240 hectares, and it will be multiply by four, let's say, uh, let's say a, a thousand acres, something It's like that. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. And he said, what I'm going to do? Oh, he said, I'm going to do something very, I'm going to make, of course, like a lot of American is playing golf. Yes. Okay. But he dislike the, the dress code, the, the, you know, the way the, the, in the club, the guys are, uh, 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 yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. He wanted something different. He wanted something different because he's a bit, Funky, this guy. Yeah. And uh, he said, okay, I'm going to create the most incredible golf course in the uh, world. In the world. Very where, expensive. Where, where is it? Where is it? It's in Long Island. It's, Long it's Island. close. Yeah, uh, it. I'm sorry. Wayne Scott. Wayne Scott in the, it's in the center of Long Island. Yes. It's a very nice place. Yeah. You have a, a private airport with only jets. You okay. know, it's... <laughs> okay, okay. So he, he, he created this golf. And yeah. In... And he asked to the, the founding members. Yes. Of course, before started anything um $800,000 yeah uh, close to a million dollars close to yeah. a million dollars just to help yeah just, just to, 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 to be make a member to, yeah to be a member not and even to play for the no because the golf course was not created. every year they have a fees for you know a that's small a, fees that's a good <laughs> But business a, yeah, it's a very good business <laughs> yeah. so you make a huge golf course 18 hole yeah on this amazing play and you say the electric car is forbidden oh wow No, you have to walk. Yeah. Uh-huh, you have to walk. And started to... Yes, now you start to understand where yeah, you are in the picture. Yeah, and he said, well, Pierre, I think it's a good... It's fair to offer um, a pair of bespoke golf shoes to the founding members. What wow. do you think about it? Well, Bob, it's a good idea. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah. And so it really... I was incredible, too. And uh, at the end of the... Um, Or no, the yeah. day after or yeah. two days after, he said, oh, Pierre, okay, how do you want to do with the money? If you want, uh, um, I can give you Advanced 50%. Yeah. Or, or if you want, I can give you all the money now and it's done. I say, well, oh, yeah, okay, Bob, let's, let's do like this. You give me all the money and we manage it. <laughs> Because so, in my mind, I have already the, the ID to right. make the manufacturer. Yes, and that's the whole story that thanks to this gentleman, Bob Rubin, that paid, mm. I don't know how many pairs, but a lot of pairs up front like that. Uh, Pierre Corté is not the kind of guy who will keep the money, you know, and smoke cigars and go on vacation. Oh, no, I don't care about he's, this. His idea was to have his own factory, mm. his own workshop. And with the money of Bob Rubin, you were able yeah. to create something like almost an 
And it was kind of a crazy decision because you really yeah, jumped course. into you the know, big swimming pool. When I came to my bankers and say, oh, hello, because at this moment we have a very family bank. And, yeah. and, and I saw the guy, hey, Daniel, I'm going to have a manufacturer. I just need perhaps 20,000 euro more just to be, yeah. to be safe. Mm-hmm. And look at me and say, a what? A manufacturer? Yeah. A factory. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, workshop, yeah. What, are you dreaming or are you insane or, <laughs> and I say, no, 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 no. And so he followed me yeah. uh, by chance. And, and so we started, yeah. Yeah. Find it a very big loca- location yeah. in close Paris, Neuilly Plaisance. Like a, an old warehouse or something like that? Yeah, it was an old warehouse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we bought about 27 machine. Yeah. We put it inside and with two other guys, we started to work. Only three people yeah, for more than people. 20 machines. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, this is normal. We need, you need a lot of machine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Any operation is made it. With the machine. Yeah. And so at last, you are reaching your goal. That is to say, how can I transform my bespoke into ready into to wear? Ready to wear. And, how can, and if I would be able to do it by myself, mm-hmm. with my own mm-hmm. factory, with my own workers, mm-hmm. that was your goal. So here you go. But that's not that easy at the beginning, I suppose. It was no, a lot of, lot of work. We had another chance. It's in the same moment. Everything was happened at the same moment. Yes. That was really excited because... Yeah. You know, I was sleeping perhaps three hours a night, not more. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And um, a Japanese company, two Japanese company, was in competition to sign with me a distribution agreement oh, wow. in Japan. So the one who won the, the, the agreement was a company which is named Figo. Now it's United Aero. We okay. buy Figo. Blah. It's a long story too. Okay. And they opened for us three shops in Tokyo, Osaka, Tokyo, of course, Tokyo, Osaka, and Fukuoka. Mm-hmm. And, and so, and we signed an agreement for about 500 pairs a year wow. of shoes. So mm-hmm. we started with our first order at the manufacturer was 500 pairs of shoes. Fantastic. How can you do it? You know, <laughs> <laughs> and we did it. And, yeah. but of course, with the Japan, the first order we ship, uh, yeah. on 500 pairs, they, Send back. Send back about almost 300 pairs oh, wow. that we have to redone. Yeah. So, it was, so we can say that you learn the job the hard way we every learn, time. We you, learn like, yeah. you know, from our mistake, we learn how to do it. And, yeah. and, but honestly, it was very distressing because when you receive the shoes back and you say, ah, oh, for this, because the Japanese, they look at the of product course. and you're like, very with a microscope, with exactly, a microscope. Exactly. So, this is why we like them also on the other But in another way, area. it's a chance because you, you, you know, you increase your know-how little by little, little yes. by little. And it's finally, at the moment, you are very uh, at the top because there, no mistake possible with this, mm-hmm. with this man. So, uh, this is a fabulous story, I must say. And then after, well, long story short, uh, you develop your manufacturer, mm. your factory, and then the the crisis hits in 2008, mm. specifically in Japan. Yeah, Everything, in Japan. yeah, that was very difficult for you, and so you went in, let's say, um, cloudy weather and yeah, in very the business, cloudy weather. very difficult, mm. and, stormy uh, weather, stormy weather, of course, and uh, it was extremely um, close to be uh, not the end, but uh, maybe a little stop in your mm. adventure, and then Xavier de Royer came into yep, the picture. Yeah, I met. Your, your partner still yeah right it's, now. It's, it's it's our partner today since yeah. 10 years now okay and uh he make a really good thing because what i mean one of the on the first idea when a, um, an investment come in business like us it's yeah. say oh you have a factory mm, you have a factory oh mm, 
Perhaps we can find a subcontractor in Italy or of course, everywhere. Yeah, you know, we're going to cut. Way. You're going to cut the cost and, and try. the overheads. Yeah, he didn't do this. Yeah, not no. only he didn't do this, but you created a new factory in a, in a French region yeah. uh, in France. We have um, the, uh, west. The, the yeah, the west, central west. Let's say it's close to the city of Cholet, mm. and it's the cradle of shoemaking. This yeah, is where all the shoemakers were. Today, not it's, anymore. It's, it, yeah, yeah, it's the only place in France when you have some shoes manufacturers and yeah. shoes component and yeah. all these things that we needed. Mm. Because the problem, it was uh, close Paris. We were not in a very good ecosystem for the shoes. Yes. No. But, uh, for example, if you need a spare part on your machine, it was difficult to difficult find. Difficult for yeah. a mechanic boy to repair. Everything was very complicated. Mm. So he decided to move to Cholet. To Cholet. And yeah. that was really, really a very good Mm-hmm. Uh, very good decision. Mm-hmm. I must uh, pay a tribute to Pierre and to Xavier mm-hmm. and to all the Corte company for that because mm-hmm. we live in a world these days, ladies and gentlemen, you may know or may not know that most of the brands, they subcontract mm-hmm. their yeah. shoes. Or Except in France, we still have some good makers like G- JM Western, we have uh, Paraboot, we Eshung. have Eshung, you have all these people who yeah, really yeah. have beautiful factories. Mm-hmm. But m- most of the time, more and more because of the cost of labor uh, in France, uh, people that just go outside in Italy, yeah. in Spain, Portugal. or even further for, for Romania, some people, Romania and Portugal. 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 Actually, there are some good makers. No, Portugal, there. it's a very, very, very good country. Yeah, they I, really, really, really increase their their expertise there. Yes, honestly, yeah. today you have the Italy, which is of course, in terms of amount of company yeah. and quality, the first, but. Uh, the second one is Portugal. Portugal. Yeah. Spain also is becoming a little bit yeah, important, but, but for a different... Uh, it's only uh, um, Balear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The three Balear. They are very good. They are um, very good. Mallorca. Mallorca, they are yeah. very good. The three companies there are TLB Mallorca, mm. Carmina, mm. and Lotus. And Lotus. Which is, um, which is a more... And George, that we, uh, George and George. Yeah. George that, uh, and George. Lotus, uh, we, we, um, uh, if you are interested in a few women, you should um, wait a little bit because with Sonia, we are working on some partnership mm-hmm. with Lotus because they do a woman line which is very interesting mm. extrapolated from uh, from mention just, yeah. uh, just mm. a bracket so yes uh, so instead of going yeah, abroad, abroad to contract to, you decided uh, against all odds because that was not an easy thing no, to no, create a difficult. factory in yeah. 2010 in France believe me and so we have to pay a tribute to you on that because you decided to stay local mm-hmm. of course for you it has an advantage that you, you still have the hand on your production yeah, and, and it's easy to communicate it with your uh, your team and your makers team yeah. and I can go once a month or if, I, if they need me I can go there in two hours I'm here Yeah, it's very very convenient mm-hmm. okay okay now I have a question because uh, let's speak about shoes to be thank you for this it's like a small saga I like it it's, it's uh, you see the most beautiful story in the world and in life are not very straight stories they can have accidents and you know moments of doubts I suppose yeah, of moments course, of, of course, suffering of and then moments of exhilaration mm-hmm. because you have the impression everything is happening mm-hmm. and then uh, soon after up oh, you have another depression mm-hmm. it's life basically but I like this story because uh, specifically in the luxury industry, people have this kind of um, uh, biased view on, 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 on with a lot of glamour and mm. stuff like that. This is not this, ladies and gentlemen. Real 
piece of art, real shoes like that. It's a lot of, uh, of blood, of sweat and tears. Mm. It's a lot of efforts and it's a beautiful story. So now we're going to speak about shoes. And before going um, into the new models, uh, Pierre came with a little bag uh, yesterday uh, with a few models that are the new, the Corte in 2021. But before that, uh, and then some people among you may not know your iconic model. Well, I say iconic. Well, in your case, we can really say iconic. Um, one day, I speak for myself. I remember I was working. Uh, I was already very, very passionate about shoes and suits. Mm-hmm. And so I was going to Chiffonelli. I was a client at Berluti. And one day I, I hear about Pierre Corte and I look at this incredible model called the Arca, which is your, one of your most best, yeah, your, your bestseller. It's, it's our bestseller. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. Since the beginning, basically. Since the beginning okay. we started. Yeah. And I, okay. It's not a new shoe. Uh, so I show you, I have, this is the Arca from Pierre Corte. So you see, we, we don't show you a new shoe because this is my shoe. You see, I've been wearing it, it a lot. So we have a little uh, discussion. I thought it was before 2000 um, something. I, I thought it was 15 year old. Pierre said it's probably between 10 and 12 well, year old. Yeah, but probably whatever. Probably. But you can see how this shoe still is impeccable after 12 years. Okay, I have a big shoe closet. I have a lot of pairs. I don't wear the same shoe. Mm. This is my one tip. It's very easy. Don't try not to wear the same pair two days in a row. That's all. And Mm. then use the woods. And and with this, you can extravagantly uh, make the the life of your shoes uh, extravagantly longer Mm. than if you don't. So that's the one. And and this is an incredible shoe. Uh, Tell us the story about that because it's coming, um, first of all, the the word Arca. Because everybody knows this model, Arca. Arca. It's coming from something? Ah, Arca. It's coming from um, a boat, I mean, um, a yacht. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when I was a kid, my grandfather was crazy about boat. We have three boats at home. Okay. And one of those um, was um, calling Arca. Okay. And it was a catch okay. from 1927. A catch is old. a form of sailing Two mast. Two oh, mast. Two mast. Oh, two oh, mast. Wow. Not so big, 12 meter, yeah. which is not so big, but it's okay. We can go all the family on it. Yeah. And I really spend the most fabulous vacation and and we go every weekend because we were living in montpellier yes eight kilometers from the sea so we don't have a a countryside house we have a boat okay so we go every weekend and all the summer and vacation we can sail so you you were and that you know i have my first emotion with the girl on the boat and i have my (laughs) first with my grandfather sometimes we go all just me and my grandfather so that was really a, a privilege and in a super moment. So yeah. that's why I call him Arca. You call this the Arca. Arca. And so the genius of that, and I would say even the genius of Pierre Corte, because there's a lot of people who are doing, who are very good technicians, they're mm. very good at making shoes, is that he has some kind of a sixth sense in, in terms of design. What I like, okay, it's a double, uh, two eyelet derby, quite I would say classic, a beautiful, beautiful loss, but not very aggressive, very soft. Mm. Okay. But the, for me, the stroke of genius is, is the, this, this part. I don't even know how, what you, we call this. Tongue. The tongue. The yeah. Tongue. The tongue. And you see, because if you have this without the tongue, it's not the same shoe. Uh, even if, if a tongue with a round yeah. line, classical round exactly. line. Exactly. But if you have this, all yeah. of a sudden it's a different shoe. Yeah. And I remember. Mm. I saw this on the internet. I rushed to your place, yeah, Rue Volnay, yeah. and then I immediately bought one pair. One pair the thing yeah. is that at Corte, 
at this moment you couldn't buy it was like Berluti you couldn't go inside buy the para mm. because they have to have your size and they have to mm. have and maybe I wanted a special patina where you have to wait a couple of weeks mm. but so I was extremely impressed by this shoe and um, that was it's it's still your bestseller since, since oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah by far very oh, yeah. famous shoe and then the second one which is your probably your second bestseller or yep. yeah look at this marvel same thing this one is from 10 years ago Look at that. I've been wearing it quite a lot and it's called the Vendôme. Vendôme. Voilà. So it's a wingtip, very uh, classic wingtip, but the proportions of this specific shoe are very impressive and specifically this, mm. the wing, you put it very at, at the front of the shoe. Very low on, on the vamp. Because, yeah. Why? Uh, well, for a few reasons, because probably you noticed that the, the, the last. Yeah. The general last mm -hmm. is not so long. It's not so no, long. No, no, it's, 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 it's long, but not too much because I hate the shoes like Hydra Speed, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like you make Nordic Kings. It's crazy. Yeah. And so the difficulties, I mean, the, the, the detail is very important because the proportion of each part of the shoes mm -hmm. have to be very well balanced because, because the, the last is, is not so long. So making these wingtips very low mm -hmm. give you some, um, a, a big part here. Yeah. And so it, it gives you the idea of it's lighter. Yes. You know, lighter. And above all, all this part have to be very, um, I mean, yeah, very free of very a, clean, a, a very accident, clean. Yeah. Because when you stitch here and here, of course, this two part are very, um, critical part for mm -hmm. the comfort because you have the, the first, um, toes here and the fifth here. Yes. So, If it's too 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 stiff here and here, yeah. it's not comfortable. Yeah. So that's why I really try to wow to, to you know to I put understand. this low to, to keep some freedom in this part of the shoes. Okay, and it creates a, a special, uh, a very in interesting effect with this shoe, is that um, when I put it on, mm -hmm. I have the impression I'm leaner. I have the impression my silhouette is stretched and my foot is well, more. You know why? Because yeah. the shoes, it's really the signature of your silhouette. It's the where you put your, your foot is on the floor yeah. and your head in the heaven. So yeah. it's the two extremity of your silhouette. Yes. That's the more important things. It has a, listen, it's, 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 it's in, no, I mean, physically it's extremely important, but yeah. even, I would even say spiritually it's very important. Yeah, it's, it's the connection with yeah, earth. Yeah. And, my uh, my yeah. grandmother was saying, Oh, you know, my boy, if you have a super nice hat and super nice shoes, you can go everywhere. <laughs> you know, my mom, she was saying, yeah. pretty much the same, except she would, but don't forget to have uh, clean underwear. You never know if you're going to go <laughs> to the hospital. Uh, yes, uh, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm not kidding. My mom was always saying this to me. Just yeah. make sure, you know, yeah. uh, you never know. It. You never, you never know, know it. You know, and I will, I will always remember that to say, yeah. oh my gosh, she was right, actually. Anyway, I'm sorry. <laughs> that was a little memory from my yeah. youth. So you understand that when you do shoes like that, this is the man on my right who created those marvelous shoes and believe me my point here is to explain to you if you are new in this world is that oh you can say okay well that's a classic man's shoes but there's nothing as different as two pair of shoes mm -hmm. from two different makers and I want to attract your attention ladies and gentlemen on the fine details and this, this is all in the, it's the same for bespoke suit There's all the details that re makes a huge difference mm -hmm. in your silhouette and in your elegance and 
also in the fact that you are you feel great yeah, with you what feel, you wear. Yeah, exactly. This is probably the most important. Yeah. Now let's um, deep dive into the quartet of today because uh, Pierre gave us uh, um, uh, was kind enough to bring. Uh, the new models of, of 2021, uh, all of them are already, you can buy them already. Yeah, of course. In the yeah, yeah, of course. Okay. Of course, of so course. Uh, let's start with, for example, this one, because we spoke about it. So this is the, your absolute classic Capto Oxford. You can't mm. be more classic than this, except that once again, I don't know why, but this guy is maybe some kind of a shoe musician. When I look at it, I say, well, this is your classical mm. Oxford. And I can't tell why. But he has a strong personality, mm. while being at the same time one of the, the simplest shoe in the in in in, in the men's style arena. What I notice immediately is the shape. Mm. It's different. The last is a little bit more rounded. A little bit more round, so yeah. off square toe. Yes, we say, and very flat here, very yeah. flat at this at this part. Mm -hmm. So it gives you some something very light. Yeah. But and, uh, and good space for and the, a very good space, it, it the, very the, good space when we look at look at the toes. Yeah, the, the, and the, the nails box. Yeah, box, and after it. this, when you create the shape, of the, I mean, the shape in a certain way, it's the hard disk of the shoes. Okay, it's really the the sole of the of the shoe. You yeah. can have a fantastic uh, upper, a great uh, a great sole, yeah. a great work. If the shape is not good, yeah, it's a fail. Yeah, we call it a last. Uh, a last, in, uh, yeah. yeah, a last mm -hmm. in, in. So the making. first thing is really to hone this last. Probably I make a dozen. Ah, okay. You know, with okay. fitting try at the workshop. I mean, our RD it's the workshop. Yeah, you know, I understand. Resurgent development is our yeah. workshop. Yeah. So, and, but after this, the design on this last, it's very important because the, as I said before, the proportion, proportion of this part between this part and yes. this part between this part exactly. have to be very at the millimeters. And when you're looking at this model, mm -hmm. you're looking at the back part, we call la talonette, mm -hmm. this part, which is a very classical, um, part of the shoes in, in the Oxford. Mm -hmm. And my idea was to making this line, a little bit lower than to, usually to yeah. go to this line and okay. so this you mean this, to make this line match with this yeah one? match this one and okay to to um put it lower than usual lower than usual of course mm -hmm. to be a lighter okay always you mean to be visually lighter. visually lighter and also exactly. physically lighter and physically it doesn't change nothing okay it's, it's just a design okay. but it's like it's like a draw you know it's yeah. it's how you draw and how you balance the whole element you know, between one or the other. So yes. it's, it's very important because, uh, this is who gives, uh, the thing that's it. You don't know. You can't explain why does it work. That's what I was saying. I can't explain why it looks but good. But when you look and say, hmm. Yeah. It works. You know, it's, it's funny. Yeah. This is, you had, ladies and gentlemen, you had the crash course of shoe design by Mr. Corte himself. But it's a question of time, actually. It's of course. It's a question of, of time. It takes a lot of time it to design. It takes time. And, you know, when I do it's when I made last, I made last. I carved last, man. Yeah. I put it on the, on the floor, let it sleep yeah. two days. And okay. two days after I retake it and said, Mm, yeah, this is not good. So people are not aware of the, the fact that the last. Is, and I, I like what just uh, Pierre just said is the the sole is the heart mm. of the shoe. It's very important. So uh, let's continue on the same last on the same shape. Yep. So you created this very same thing, 
I don't know why. This is a classic three-eyed derby. Oh, yeah, very nothing, classic. nothing spectacular, but it still has a strong personality that you can only find at Carte because this is your style. Mm. And that's one of your, what you achieve, Pierre. I can tell you, me. I'm the first one who's going to tell you is that you manage to be coherent in your stylistic approach. Mm. Uh, since 25 years. It's, this is my mm. opinion because mm. we know each other since a long time and I've rarely seen somebody who was so coherent. Mm. I can tell, and Sonia can be my witness, I can immediately tell, oh, that's a Corte. Mm. I don't even have to mm. know the model. I can't, I don't even have to know, well, actually I can tell a lot of shoemakers because mm. that's my mm. job. <laughs> so, mm. But yours specifically are very easy to identify and we don't in France, we would say they have this je ne sais quoi, you know, mm. and it's and, and, and it's literally a je ne sais quoi. How mm. can we say that? Why is this uh, shoe, which is absolute classicism, uh, stunning? Explain mm. to us why on this it's one. It's a question of, again, it's a question of how to, how you balance mm -hmm. the volume and the line and the color. Yeah. The color came in at the end, but yeah. the line and the and the um, and the and the volume. Yes. How you can this. Example is very easy to, to notice yeah. that this part here, the, the, the way you assemble the back yeah. and the vamp. Yeah. Those here, two parts match. Two yeah. parts match. But this one is like a derby. That means the back part is on the vamp. Yeah. But here, yeah. at this place, yeah. the vamp come on the back part. So it's like an Oxford It's like back. an Oxford assembly. Okay. So, so it's a kind of an hybrid between the Derby and yeah, the Yeah, it's something a little bit hybrid, yeah. Yeah. You don't see immediately, but after looking to, oh, yeah, oh, I see this. Yeah, So That's, I love that. I want a pair of these. Uh, I'm going to put this on my list, yeah. darling. I look at my wife because she said, mm, I'm not mm -hmm. sure. <laughs> Let's continue on the same, same last. Same last. Yeah, same shape. So you see how... You can make different shoes on the same uh, last. So I, I, I repeat for the people who are not in the shoe uh, business or in the shoe industry who are not shoe lovers, the last is the shape of wood. Not this. This is an embouchoir, we call it. That, that normally is, if you are bespoke, you're going to have the original last. Original but one. if you're not bespoke, you're going to have the last of the, the, the wood of this last. So it's a piece of wood on which the work is starting, basically. Yeah. But it's the sole, literally. The, the, if you change a little bit the last, I will show you something later. You will understand quickly uh, that it changed the whole the whole thing. Aesthetic. All okay. aesthetic. So this no. one is a, a, it's, a monk. it's a monk strap, mm. a single buckle. And once again, I can see this one, a little thing here. Normally when you have what we call a lake here on an apron, mm. uh, normally it goes all the way to here. And, uh, and Pierre decided to put it down mm. here. This is an aesthetic decision. Did I describe it well? No, no, it's perfectly. Yeah. It's perfect. I love the monk. Yeah. And, but the monk without nothing to is very, very classic. Yeah. A bit boring. Mm -hmm. well, so I decided to make a monk with this this apron here, yeah. which is a kind of a wingtips, but without the pointed Yeah, part, without the brogues. Yeah. Without the brogues, mm -hmm. without the hole. And also I, I decided to add this talonet again, yes, yes. but again, lower than the, the other one, okay. just to give some really... Yeah, I can breath. imagine. I mean, uh, the yeah. model had to breath, you know, and you have to breath. And, and this is the secret because when it's at your foot, yeah. you, you're looking from one meter, 70 centimeters, yeah. more or less. So yeah. it's important to, to look at the model at, at this distance to be sure that it oh. works. Yeah, of course. I because never thought about that. You can, you can, you can take the model in your hand and say, Oh yeah, it's very nice. But when you put it on your foot, you say, mm, it's not the same. Hmm. The important thing is that 
you have to look at the model on your foot. Okay. And that's why that. when we tried, I said to a guy at the office, okay, okay wear it. And I want to, I want to see you at three meters. Yeah. To see how does it work with your high, uh, your silhouette. So it happened to you that you were very, very happy with the last and then you put it on the foot and it and didn't I say, really ah, work. We missed this. Oh, oh wow. we missed this. Oh, we we're going to have this here mm. and here and here. Yeah, this okay. is part, the part of the work. It, it, actually, it came from the philosophy and the way of working of the bespoke. Yes, of course. It's of course. the same process. Okay. So let's go now. Thank you. This is a very, this is invaluable know-how that Pierre is sharing right now because it's a, you can really uh, um, deep dive into this. This is a mesmerizing world. Honestly, uh, when I say to people, I write a book on shoes, everybody has look at me, how can you write a full book on shoes only? This is not a very interesting, this is a fascinating world. When you, I think it's probably the same in every sector of life. When you really mm. deep dive into a, an art, a craftsman's ship, uh, and, uh, you discover something that are really, because what struck me the, when I really went into the shoe, subject it was that uh, the shoes can be outside extremely posh and polished mm. and beautiful but inside it's very archaic yeah. it's uh, the inside of a shoe it's a mess right. literally huh? in france we say c'est le bordel mm. it's uh, mm. it's it's really full of you, you see some different kind of leathers you use some cork mm. there's a lot of dust it's, no, it's, it's like a car yeah inside, it's, exactly. it's like a car exactly you know, it's very close i mean in a certain way it's very close because um you know, if you're looking carefully to a pair of shoes, yeah. there's no angle. Yeah, that's there's right. no, and it's like, it's your personal vehicle. Yes. Actually, it's your personal vehicle. So it's like a car and inside, I mean, most of the work, you yeah. don't see it. No, you it's don't inside. see it. It's yeah, inside. Yeah. 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 And thank God, because it's very archaic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's very strange. So now we move to another last. So you see the difference? The first one was more rounded here. Mm. This one is more, I would say more in the, Corte style, uh, the, I mean the original yeah, style. Yeah, yeah. So it's a little bit. Uh, what's the name of this last? This last is called Odeon. 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 And I like it because it's a little bit personally. Mm. I like. I, I love the three first that we saw, but this one is more like my style. So something a little bit more, I would say, aggressive, but mm. at the same time, mm. still very soft. It's very wearable. I mean, yeah. you don't you don't look like a, a an old car dealer or like you know <laughs> you look like something somebody very. We call Shit. it a second-hand car dealer. Second-hand car have. dealer. Well, well, hello, everybody. If you're a second-hand car dealer, don't take it personally, please. No, no, no. <laughs> it's a joke. It's because... a joke. Well, I can give you another joke because uh, I was in a meeting, in a family meeting, and actually I was uh, attending funerals of somebody of our family. And one guy, I was uh, dressed uh, with a double-breasted bespoke mm. suit. And one guy came to me, an old man, and he said to me, he wanted to pay me a compliment. He said to me, are you a salesman? <laughs> and I said, uh, for us, it doesn't, yeah, it's, you know? Yeah. And he said, um, okay, what do you, what do you want to sell to me? Like a, a car? <laughs> and for him, it was a compliment. It was a compliment. Yeah, yeah. he yeah. thought he was telling me that I was looking good mm. because I was looking like a second-hand car, car seller. Dealer. So you see, it depends yeah, on the, the country, on the attitude. Yeah, and yeah. of course, there are some great people everywhere. Anyway, so this is a Jodhpur, a very mm -hmm. uh, classic Very model classic model. With these traps that you go. Mm -hmm. So it's coming from the equestrian world. Huh, this. Yeah, actually, this model was, was or is wearing by the... the um, um, the guy who make horse riding for yeah. the training. Okay. 
and I'm afraid they I can, mean for the training they don't put the high boot they not necessary yeah. I mean okay. this is the the story yeah but today it's became a, a city shoe yeah it is know. a city shoe it's of course it's not shoe. for equestrian but yeah. that's from the style of equestrian it's a beautiful shoe ladies and gentlemen uh, it has a name specifically or yeah the yeah. name of this model is Pegas Pegas okay like she's a flying shoe literally mm. okay and now we move to something very ex alors now you can see you're going to understand why the last and why every detail comes okay This is not your most discreet shoe in the world, but it's because of the color, of course, which is blue with a little bit. This is alligator. This is alligator. Alligator, yep. and this is cat. But look at the the shape of this shoe. You can see. So we call this a sculpted. A sculpted toes. A sculpted toes. So that's yeah. to say, it's it's and and the, this sculpture is made on the last. It's yeah. The last is it's slightly sculpted. Yes. Then after, when we lasting the shoes, yeah, uh, at the manufacturers. We work with uh, special tools to really uh, exaggerate it a little bit and to sculpt the okay. leather when it's fresh. Yes. And after it still remain like this. Yeah, so you understand that. And that's ready to wear? Sorry? This the, is ready to wear? This is ready to wear, well, made to order. Made to order. Made to order. It's yeah. a big part of our work. It's it's mean this is our strength too. Yeah. It's because we can propose to the customer yeah. to have an uh, if you, you can have an arca out of the box as it. Yes. But you can say, Oh, I like your arca, but can I have a a, a piping in, yeah. in Lila? Or a little insert or of alligator. The insert of alligator or, in yeah. this color and this. so you really can compose your own shoes. So this one, for example, which is came from the Bespoke collection, yes, the Boss Four, mm -hmm. uh, you have all almost all the option: the okay. sculpture, the color, um, yeah, almost. That's beautiful. I, I love this. Okay, if I would do a pair like that, I would do it in a different color, personally. But this is uh, beautiful. So you can see, uh, a sh there's nothing more different than two shoes, even from the same maker. Mm. And this is what I like. I must say something, and then uh, before we move to the to the more casual side of your work, I must say that every time with Sonia, we take somebody into your, your shop in Paris. Mm. Uh, it happened to us uh, many, many times. And people from abroad and say, do you know a good shoemaker? I said, yeah, of course, I know exactly. <laughs> I remember people were uh, having um, a night at the Ritz Hotel and they asked me where to go for shoes. And mm. I took them to your place. And they were literally say it's extreme well, we have to admit corte and everything he does his shoes and all his designs since the beginning they are extremely sexy and even the women they love yeah, the arca. of course of yeah course. yeah it is incredible this model a lot of women are buying mm. this model because it has some kind mm. of a i don't know hybrid you know aesthetic mm. that is very unique and so i must admit that you are very uh recognized also for that you know we know mm. for your there's a special I don't know, a special soul in everything that you do. And now we move to this. Oh, well, ladies and gentlemen, as you, if you are following uh, me and uh, Sartorial Talks, you know, I'm not very much into the casual shoe. Well, actually, I am moving slowly with mm. my generation into that. But we go to the other extreme of the market with this. Um, this is an unidentified walking object for me. <laughs> you know, uh, in France we say, uh, you, ah, yeah, you, you have the UFO, so it's a UWO, this one, <laughs> because it, it's very soft. Very soft Explain yeah. to us what, what is a, that. Well, we started recently, a few years ago, to thinking about the casual shoes because we know that our customer in weekend or yeah. in vacation, they don't wear a city shoe. They need something different. Mm -hmm. And this model, which is called the Pila, Mm -hmm. like the the dune mm -hmm. uh it's made in in a very uh, fantastic uh suede mm -hmm. unlining 
Yeah. So it gives you maximum of comfort. Yes. The soul, it's very specific. It's a soul in Ever. Okay, it's and natural. It's a natural gum. Mm -hmm. Came from the tree direct, directly. From directly the from the tree. From the wow. tree. No, no synthesis. No, no, no chemical. It's no just chemical. directly from and the tree. And it's made by a very, very old French company. Yes. And uh, it's fantastic because the, you know it's moisture. It's very, very solid, and it's the comfort is amazing. Yeah. yeah. And so, and we are, we. We didn't really expect, but we had a huge success with this. Oh wow! Huge I success. Can't believe that. That's you can make it just color. if you want it. You can have a sliced patina here on the back part. Oh yeah! You know. Oh, here is the the star. And here our logo. I, 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 we spoke. Uh, yeah, about and the then, star. Yeah, honestly, I, either me, I was surprised. Oh. Yeah, but oh, wow. really, we we, we bought a. I don't remember a couple of hundreds of shoes, and we s sold it. Oh, every, wow. a, a, any shoes, any. Oh, that's incredible. Everyone. Okay, yeah. so that well, I'm gonna give it a try. You <coughs> see, um, well, actually, we must admit that we are in a generation that uh, I understand. I've been, I, I, I was a, a resistant me mm, about mm, you know sneakers mm. and all that stuff. Okay, I must admit, and it's always the same: is that at at first. It sounds for me, you know, I love having real mm. leather shoes and mm. I love the style mm. of it and I love how beautiful it well, is. It's, uh, but at the same time, yeah. we are moving to a new era. It, yeah. I mean, it's a part of your life. I mean, you are not all, all, the, all the day, during all the week, during all the months yeah. in a suit with, yeah. the, with the, the tie. And, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. and sometimes you need some comfort, some, something where you can walk faster, when you can walk, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, it's yeah. a compliment. It's, it's But what is interesting for me is that previously, this world of casual shoes was were made by mainly enormous yeah, brand, brands yeah, like brand, Nike, yeah. like Reebok, like mm. Adidas. And th so it was some kind of a, a different world, mm. literally. It was not some kind, it was an absolute different mm. world. But... Uh, now, uh, people like you, like Berluti, like uh, many, many, like like uh, maybe John Love is still not exactly there because they still a little bit, a little very bit few, yeah, very, very few. few. But a lot of makers are going more and more into the casual side, and this yeah. is good for the, the 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 design of it because yeah, you can of course, see, of course, of you can course, feel yeah. that this shoe has been designed by a shoemaker and not by a brand, uh, yeah. you know. And uh, specifically, if you also handle the leather, if you put leather in mm. some sneakers, mm. so it's a new. I, I keep an open mind. It's it's interesting that. because it's it's uh, this different world uh, inspire the other and the other inspire the other and yes. it's a big porosity who were really born in these last five years yes five six years yeah yeah, yeah. and, and the, the world of the sport of the sneaker of the casual and the, the city started to mix and to have some yeah. relationship like, you know like life and because the life's changing the way of you dress. Is different, yeah. and the, so of course the way the shoes are made is mm. is is really there's an evolution on this. Mm. I can confess, ladies and gentlemen, and I may shock a few purists out there, but I am starting to get more interested, also me, mm -hmm. into the casual mm -hmm. uh, shoe arena. And believe me, if me I, I start to be interested in that, it means the whole world is interested because I was a little bit mm. resistant. But I can see now some really interesting yeah. progresses, and yeah. for you. It's It can be quite refreshing also at the same of time. Of course, to, of course, because it's a new way yeah, you can thinking. Yeah. And it's at the beginning is is very difficult because you are 
program from yes for for the leather for exactly. the very and, and, and but little by little you have to move your software to go in another direction in your brain and your yeah, brain yeah, and yeah. and it's not easy but uh, you know it's it's very exciting in a certain way because you discover some new things some yes. new material uh the mold for the soul yeah. you know it's just a new world you know yeah, yeah. and, and so you're going to continue on this track and try to yeah of course, new models. of course and of I, course. I, so i will uh, give you an appointment pierre because i know you have one or two projects in mind and i know when pierre try to really uh, bring something new in the plate that's what make you uh, famous and what made you um, that made your name grow into this industry that you don't really do things like others you always have a fresh take that's my opinion mm -hmm. on your work mm -hmm. yeah. and of course we are looking forward to mm -hmm. to discover what you have in mind in this casual era and i know that one pierre has something in mind this is one of his biggest strengths he's a fantastic shoemaker but in my opinion also he's a fantastic designer and by the way you have a few other activities besides you see in france we say if you want to be successful Uh, if you want to, no, if you want things to be done, give it to a very busy man. And uh, I think it's very true. People who have nothing to do, normally they don't deliver. People who are overwhelmed, they mm. deliver because mm. it's a second nature. So yeah. you have your yeah. activity yeah. now as an artistic director of Maison Corte and mm. you design all the shoes and yeah. you, uh, you, you are managing the bespoke uh, shop, but also you have a, some kind of parallel activity yeah, as an I, artist. I need, I need, I need this. So, uh, actually I'm, I'm, <laughs> I have an artistic activity since 12 years, more mm -hmm. or less, mm -hmm. and uh, I make my, my coming out um, six years ago. Yeah, I remember very well. And, uh, yeah. But um, my, my artistic activity is painting. I have a word for it. It's painting sculpture or sculpting the painting. Okay. It's, it's because it's volume. Yes. It's vo volume, of course, mm -hmm. but with the color. So... I'm, I'm looking me as a painter and as a sculptor, both, you know, so okay. I mean, a lot of artists have already did this, you know, the, the way of mixing uh, painting and sculptures. Yeah, because, put, uh, adding volume to a painting. Yeah, yeah and, and, and it go outside of the go outside of the frame. Yes. You know what I mean? It's, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and cool. And so this is a very, very big part of my, my life today mm -hmm. because, uh, yeah, I have the chance to have my own homework at home so okay. I can paint. In underwear, if I wanted, so it's no problem, you know. Okay, that's cool. On the morning, and uh, it's uh, yeah. It's, and you already had some exhibitions, monographies. Yeah, no, I, yeah. it's yeah. it's. I can say for an artist like me, or a young artist in a certain way. Yeah. Um, I have about four or five exhibitions a year, yeah, which, is, is, which is very great. good. I have a lot of friends, artists who didn't have this yeah we, so, we speak about pre-covid of course uh, yeah pre-covid yeah of course of course yeah, of yeah course. because nowadays all these uh, cultural ah, places are closed yeah yeah okay and, so and you all, do also ceramic yeah I'll, i'll do also ceramic because yeah. ceramic for me it's it's a, it's magic because of course it's the volume and the clay it's a very a very friendly material you know mm -hmm. when you work clay it's like you work um you, you you're modeling the life i mean it's it's incredible it's it's under your eyes it's You know, it's fantastic and it's the volume. So honestly, honestly, making shoe shape really helped me to do ceramic. I understand that very well. Because, yeah. I mean, I have the, I, I'm thinking in volume. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, for example, I have a project for um, uh, a chimney uh, accessory. Uh, fireplace. A fireplace. Uh, yes. And so I design and I make the first prototype in clay. 
of these things like at the very I don't know the word in English for that. It is a small um, a cast iron thing that you yeah. put inside, inside the fireplace the chimney, yeah. to, to put the wood on it. Yeah, okay? exactly. And so this is normally you don't find anything very beautiful. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I'm, 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 when I started this project one month ago, uh, I'm looking on the internet what, what exists and I was so disappointed. I mean, so yeah. wow. So Or it's very classical for Osmanian building like with, uh, you know, very, mm. very classical or it's nothing. Yeah. It's very, Just very sad. A, yeah, it's very viral. sad. Or yeah. something a designer wants to make an exercise and make something. So you started to design this. Yeah, yeah. You're crazy. Yeah. I like you. You're very crazy. This is why we love you here. No, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's a necessity. Yeah. I have to do it. So <laughs> that's congratulations anyway. So thank you, Pierre. It was as usual. Also, we have to stop at one moment because with this man, <laughs> we can have conversations of three hours. We forget the microphones. Specifically, when we speak in French, we can speak for the whole afternoon. And uh, we did this interview and this discussion. Sorry, not an interview. This is our style. Uh, this talk together mm. um, uh, yesterday in French. And we had to do it in two parts because we were way too <laughs> long. And we couldn't stop speaking so we decided to do two parts in english as we are less comfortable with the words uh we decided to do only one part we hope ladies and gentlemen you appreciated this meeting with mr corte of course he's a good friend of us but it's a name to remember it's a name to know if you are into business shoes if you want to add something of a real flair Uh, I would about to say the French flair because I'm very, I'm a rugby man. So, mm -hmm. you know, we are very famous in, in the world for the, what they call it the French flair. But I think Pierre is an ex excellent ambassador of the French chic and of this French sophistication that, uh, we are standing for because sometimes in our country, we have this bizarre complex mm. that we mm. are not as good as we used to be. This is not true, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm going to do my patriot right now. That uh -huh. We still have an enormous amount of know-how in this country, an enormous amount of uh, outstanding craftsmen. And Pierre is one of them. Thank you very much for your visit. Yeah, well, thank you for inviting Yes. And then, uh, oh, and we, we have to make an agreement. The last time we did an interview together was 10 years ago. Yeah. We can decide and we can commit that we will, we will do it before 2031. Before 2031, of course. I hope so. <laughs> yeah, me too. Thank you, Pierre. Thank you. Miguel. See you, everybody. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye.